0: Welcome back, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. This is Brandon Holland. I'm your host, BWHolland32 on social media, and um, pretty cool episode planned for you guys today. Um, <clears throat> a uh, person who's been in the news, um, been highlighted in the news here recently, um, someone who has uh, began pursuing a career working for himself and being an artist. Uh, and being in that creative space and um, you know also one of one of my relatives one of my favorite people Emmanuel Millet welcome to the show
1: what's up man what's up I'm, I'm glad to be here man I appreciate you having me on the show
0: heck yeah I'm, I'm glad we're finally getting to do this um, been getting a lot of publicity lately from uh, some of the art pieces you've done and stuff like that Um sure. I think uh, most recently was the uh, the Culture Lounge in Greensboro. You did a mural there.
1: I did. Seventeen oh seven Spring Garden Street is where it's located at.
0: Okay, so um, let's uh, let, let we're gonna come back to that. But like, let's tell our listeners a little bit who you are um, and kind of how you got started, um, and you know what made you pursue uh, art and being an artist.
1: Uh, my name's Emmanuel Millette. I'm from random in North Carolina. Um, small city, big heart. Um, how I got into this, uh, I think it was the turning point of time for, um, art, the culture. Um, I got into doing art, uh, probably mid 2020 when the big George Floyd, um, situation was going down. So, me and uh i think maybe 15 other artists collaboratively got together and did black lives matter for greensboro downtown
0: okay so <clears throat> that was like was that i guess you would say it was your first like official gig or whatever. that
1: would that was my first well i won't say that's my first okay but that would be my first public Okay. I never. Man, I would say people didn't realize how good of an artist I was until I was able to go and do that for Downtown Greensboro.
0: That's cool. Okay, and uh, to the listeners, we'll make sure we uh, include a link to that in the in the show notes. Um, <clears throat> okay, so uh, so recently you were in the news um, mm-hmm. for. Uh, being a artist um, from the hometown and um, for, you know, some of the work that you've done. So like, what are some of the things that you're, that you're doing now?
1: As far as after the um, cultural lounge. Yeah. Um, Right now I'm working on a lot. I've got a a bunch, a bunch of pour of, um people just want me to do special custom pieces. That's cool. Um so I'm really trying to balance out the work and balance out the time that it takes to create somewhat perfection.
0: Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. So um so this uh, I I know this but for our listeners you didn't just get started doing this. Like you've you've been in that creative space, like basically your whole life. So like, how did it, how did it start for you?
1: Um, It started as a child. Um, It probably started in school Um, and it, I guess it um, lied dormant for a while. Like, you know, you never use a tool until you need to do a job. And a lot of people didn't know I could fill in for that job. Um, and I and on some points I didn't think I was qualified for the application of filling out for the job. But um I would say starting out, I was young, um, just doing little doodles and just creating uh what I would feel at first. I'm not gonna lie. I was tracing. I mean, okay. that was the, I used to trace and, uh, I used to look like my, my grandmother or aunt would look at it and they would be like, I hold it up to the wall and they'd be like, you trace this. And I was <laughs> determined to be able to take my eye and be able to draw what i seen. And I started doing it but I did it on a small basis. Like I did it on a small piece of paper. So as an artist learning different techniques to get your um, image bigger, I learned for um, the Culture Lounge, I learned uh, an application called the Doodle Grid. And that gave me a bigger playing field or a bigger canvas from taking a smaller image and putting it on a bigger playing field
0: that's really cool that's really cool so like when you were when you were growing up what was your uh what was your favorite area or favorite thing to kind of draw or doodle around or whatever back in the day
1: since usually your mind is only going to draw what it sees i used to be really big on looney tune characters i remember they did a whole spew with the looney tune characters where they were wearing clothes. You know, mm-hmm. they were wearing big outfits. Remember Tweety Bird had on some uh-huh. Tasman Devil, Bugs Bunny. That looked like a uh,
0: crisscross. I remember that. Ex-
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's when I was like, you can take two things and merge them together to complete a whole. And that was a thing for a while. You okay. know, that was a trend for a while. You got um, Iceberg, Iceberg is a fashion that came out. That used nothing but Looney Tune characters. Yeah. So, it, it. I think that when I first started, like, really keening in on my abilities of my hands, um, it was probably around third or fourth grade, where it was almost a competition. To see at art time, you know, we had art time where it was a competition to see where I could fit in and, you know, challenge myself because I'm only challenging the people that were beside me or in front of me. But then when I got by myself and had to become a creative, and this is something that I've walked into, like, I didn't know I was a creative until somebody else told me.
0: Okay, I like that. So how, how did that conversation go?
1: Um it it was it was kind of eye opening because you know you don't necessarily you the person you're inside the bottle so you don't know what your label looks like. Right. So you kind of categorize yourself as not as big as how other people view you. And um at the time I was talking to one of my designers And um, she was telling me, she was like, everything that you do fits your lane of what you do. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, it all makes sense. And I'm like, it does? Because I'm the one inside of it looking out like, does everybody get what I'm trying to do? Does everything need to come together as one? But when she told me, and I got to hear it from somebody else, it was really an epiphany for me to really feel and to really pull in what I needed or what, what was inside of me. Because everybody as a creative, you have some type of creative juices and a lot of times life, a lot of times stress, a lot of times family, a lot of time. Anything could take you away from having the creative juices that you need to be able to do what I'm doing now.
0: Right. Okay. Man. So like, so when you're creating something, are Mm -hmm. you, um, how do you, let me, let me ask this. How do you manage perception? Like you've created something. Do you have a certain, a certain thing that you are wanting people to take from it or you just create it and let them take from it what they, what they want?
1: I create it and let them take for that. it's like, I make a buffet and you come and take what you want. And you're only going to take what you want from a buffet. Any time you're always going to get exactly what you wanted. Everybody always has the same kind um, of feeling towards my art. You know, man, I can't believe you did that. And that's what I like to do. I like to give the element of surprise. I like to work in the dark. I like to work at night. So in the morning, You're like, I didn't know, how how did you do this? But when did you do this? I like the element of surprise. Um, with, With working and trying to be a creative and balance a nine to five, you find yourself lost within time because you're gonna be physically tired, mentally too. And when you need to perform, any anybody would know, like when you need to perform, when they go to the Olympics, they train for this. You know, it's a lot of things built up for one moment. I would say when I'm painting, the perspective is not when I'm when I'm when I'm creating, it's already done. I'm just trying to get to the parts that allows you to see what I'm seeing and allows you to not see any blemish in it. You would look at my work and be like, "Oh, Aw, awesome job, man. I don't see nothing wrong with it. But I learned how to manipulate what you see into a feeling or create, create the illusion that everything is fine.
0: Okay. So, um, so how did you, what are some things that you have done to like get better as an artist? How, how have you done that?
1: I am, you know, I graduated from YouTubeology and I went on YouTube and I studied other people's, um, craft. I've studied other mediums. Um, I, for the culture club, I had never used spray paint before. That was my first time using spray paint. Not to say I won't use it again, but it was a little bit more challenging out of, the way that I use my hand. Like I can use my hand and a brush to manipulate anything. But once the paint was coming out too much, I couldn't, it was real difficult to try to harness what I needed to. And that's why the three different people are painted three different ways. Like the man in the middle, his name is Lucky Dubé. I knew that it wasn't any renditions of him that's ever really been done in the United States of America. Maybe in Africa, but not here. So I knew I had to get a realistic look. So I was told by another artist that you can use any medium you need to use to get the job done. And so I brought in an airbrush, it's probably like this big to finish the last person. The last person looks more realistic Than the other two people, just to give you a different feeling when you see it like this one person painted three different people in three different ways on on a canvas way bigger than you know the regular things that he paints on. So I'm I'm satisfied. I'm I'm satisfied, but as an artist, I'm also never satisfied because as an artist and a, a creative, your hunger is doing the next thing. Like, yeah. oh, they've seen that. They got like that. Well, let me give you something else. Something else to feed you from the buffet that you're going to choose from. Okay. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a champion's mentality. Um, it is. You know, after the last uh, Super Bowl, they asked Tom Brady what his favorite ring was, and he said the next one.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you. And I like that. that. that exactly that's exactly
0: it. Yeah. So um, this is really cool. So... Um, It seems like the art community itself is more supportive than competitive. Is that, would that statement be, would that statement be correct? It seems like you have some folks around you that would rather support you than like, oh, I'm not going to, not going to offer any advice because, you know, that's, that may be my competition or something like that.
1: I would say it's 50, 50.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, It's a lot of people, artists, in the game that won't show you how their magic trick is done. Okay. Sim- simply because if you perform the magic trick, you could either A show how the trick is performed and that leaves other people to doubt your work like, "Oh, it took you 2 hours to do something that would usually take you 8 hours to do. Something's up with this. Maybe I can do it too." Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people feel like, you know, that's why they have DIYs on YouTube so you could do it yourself yeah a lot of people are trying to get into a lane that their car was not made to do you know what I'm saying like you you trying to drive in a a lane that doesn't require you to have an all-terrain vehicle but you have an SUV
0: right okay yeah. So, um, with the, uh, with the, the culture lounge piece, um, mm-hmm. who were the, who are the three, the three, uh, people you painted,
1: uh, to the left of me, or if you look into the picture straight ahead, uh, it's the late great Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Um, it, in the middle centerpiece, it is lucky Dubé. And on the far right
0: is a young Bob Marley that's cool that's very cool okay mm-hmm. what's so uh, um in your opinion what or your experience what's been the most challenging part of being an artist
1: the most challenging part of being an artist is being an artist like once you're once you're locked into being an artist it it, it does it's not really any different from being a rap artist or any other artist once you're given that label people expect you to perform you understand what i'm saying so me being an artist now i am expected to perform and every piece of work that i do makes my level up being the next level up for the for the situation so i can't I can't go down. The snowball effect is building and building and building and building. So, I don't know,
0: man. I don't know. No, I get that. So, do you feel do you feel pressure to perform a certain a certain way or yeah? Okay, how does yeah? How do you feel that? Like what goes um, on? To
1: the pressure starts with the last project. I am always trying to outdo myself. Okay. It's no competition when I'm on that wall because that's not your lane. Yeah. <laughs> that's my lane. And I can drive all over it, but I have to be careful because if I put, as a, as me as the artist, if I feel like if I put out something that's not as good as the last piece, then, it makes it's like oh that's as far as you're gonna go like oh I see your potential the next piece that you see me do it might be on the side of a building like even though the culture lounge that was the side of a building but I'm talking about something macular, like like super huge
0: okay so what's your um what's your goal what's your goal as an artist or with your with your art business like what does success look like for you?
1: the looks like to me um having um multiple um places that are contacting me to come out to do or perform art last week i had a um a business hit me up to come and perform live while they did something and i could you know it gives me more opportunities to Place my artwork in front of um, a bigger platform, what I would like out of it or what I would love to see is me go around the world doing what I love. Like, I see a lot of artists being able to go here and go there, and I'm wondering, like, how did they get this opportunity? Like, if I, and that's another thing, if I, Emmanuel Millet, get the opportunity, I'm always going to go above what you thought you were going to get. You thought, yeah, I like this. You're going to be able to deliver this? Sure am. I'm going to take it to the next the next level. You're going to be like, I thought it looked like this, but man, I can't believe this is what you did for me. And I mean, I guess I really like the way that it makes people feel to get the, the feeling of I, this is mine or wow, you did this. Yeah. Because I'm just, for me, I'm just a regular person. But for somebody else, I become a magician. To somebody else, I become an artist. To somebody else, I become something that you might have not thought I was. 2020, I I would say a lot of people kind of opened their eyes to me really being an artist. And now it's just, you know the things that's forecoming or the things that have just passed are more like confirmations to me like I told you I told you
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's cool <laughs> that's really cool i think man those um those opportunities are definitely uh definitely in the works and and on the way um mm-hmm. but it's it's a huge blessing to be able to to do what you love um you know for um, you know for work, for career, whatever you know if you don't love it, your heart's not gonna be in it and so this is exactly. this is great. Um, okay, man. so um, uh, two two final questions. Um, who is your favorite artist and why?
1: I would say my favorite artist is I could say Bastiat, but he's not my favorite. I could say Keith Heron, he's not my favorite. Um, but I would say Bob Ross has to be one of my favorite artists because he does exactly what I what I was trying to tell earlier when I was saying about the magician and how... And the funny thing about a magician, he can show you exactly what you, what, he, what he's doing with his hands and you might not can replicate what he's doing. But if somebody talks you through something like the funny thing about Bob Ross, he's a great artist. He died. Um, I think he died in 2002, if I'm not mistaken, um, of of lymphoma and watching his documentary and seeing how obsessed he was when it came down to. Allowing somebody to feel the art like if you ever watch Bob Ross, he talks slow. Mm -hmm. He, he gives a certain presence. And once he gives that to you, he narrates the story or narrates how he's painting. And he, his thing is, I think his thing is happy mess ups. You know what I'm saying? Like you mess up. Aren't you usually mad? but he knows how to turn it around. And that's part of being an artist is taking what you're seeing, turning it around to something else.
0: That's fantastic. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Final question. So what Mm -hmm. would your uh, advice be to somebody who um, is wanting to start um, pursuing, uh, becoming an artist or building an art business? What's your advice to that person?
1: Get all the information you can. Let it soak. Get you a mentor. Um, like you said earlier, what did I study? I studied everything. I invested in myself. That's number one. Invest in yourself. Bet on yourself. Um what else would I say? Um you're never, you're never to. Being that you, if you're an artist and you have a creative side, you're not going to allow something to take your take you down. And you're going to figure it out in due time. Every process, like, I don't process, I'm a very, um, what's the word? I, I'm a visuals learner. Like, I have to see it. And if I, even if I see it, I'm still skeptic on what I just seen. So I'm challenging, like, Never be afraid to challenge your own self. That, that, that part of fear, that part of uncomfortability rides in a, a wave of success. So I would think you have to really um, just bury your head for a second to really soak in what the art is and art changes it has a way of manipulating and changing over time some what's in today is not in tomorrow what's popular today is not popular tomorrow so you have almost candid moments of reality yeah you know what i'm saying if you was to read about art art is only a reflection of how the time is in that time okay the Renaissance times, the art was different. They had sculptures. Like, how many people do you know sculpting things? That art is dead. See how art can die. Like, it's 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 a lot of people like who who I am. I, mean, I don't even think I'm one of the best artists, but it's a lot of artists and concepts out there that are dying. Um, sculpture is dying. Um, another art form is dying. Um, how you make stuff out of metal? Mm-hmm. That art form is dying. But like going back to the question, what could I say that for artists to do? I would just really tell them to focus, and I, I would say start young, start young, because your mind is more receptive to things and change than you are when you get older. Um, I have uh, an older mentor that. You know he's he's been doing it a certain way. He's been doing this a certain way. Once I taught him to do the doodle grid, it made life easier for him. So he started to figure it out at a later time. But at the same time, like it's paying off for him. And I would say, when it's your time, sure time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just like art has its time. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, look. Uh, to the listeners, hey! Thanks for tuning in. Um, yes, once again, we uh, we don't charge anything for this podcast. We don't plan on running ads, uh, but we do ask that you pay the fee. And that fee is if you've got something of value, if we were able to add anything to your day, just send this to one person. Uh, help us grow this thing. We're not um, using bots or anything to grow the podcast. We did just hit a uh, thousand listeners, which was really cool. Um, Woo-hoo! But uh, yeah. Um, But, you know, and that success is all due to you, the listeners. So keep sharing the show. uh, Keep tuning in and we'll keep doing what we can do to add value to what you're doing and trying to help any way we can. Thanks again.
1: Recording stopped.